0: Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.
1: With AIB, proud supporter of the Goal Mile. You can register now at GoalMile.org. AIB, we pledge to do more. Closing speeches were heard yesterday in the trial of 31-year-old Logan Jackson of Longford Road, Coventry, England who's accused of the murder of 20-year-old Limerick man Kevin Sheehy. Kevin Sheehy a five-times Irish boxing champion died after being struck by a UK-registered black Mitsubishi Jeep shortly after leaving a late night house party in Limerick. His body was found lying on the road at about 4.40 in the morning and our head of news Gillian Devlin has been following the trial and good morning to you Gillian, can you remind us of some of the key evidence,
0: please? Morning, Joe. Yes, I can, but I'd just like to warn listeners that some of this evidence is pretty graphic and they may, may find it disturbing. The trial had previously heard from Kevin Sheehy's cousin, Thomas Lysett, who said that after that particular party, which people will remember was celebrating uh, Limerick winning the Munster final, that he had tried to grab on to Kevin before he was struck and taken away by this speeding jeep. He, Thomas had tried to pull Mr Sheehy off the ground, but the vehicle had spun around and it came back towards them for a second time. He said, I had to let Kevin go and move away. He was dragged up the road. Uh, He told the court and the witness also described how he then tried to divert the driver's attention away from his cousin, but that the Jeep went over the talented athlete a third time before fleeing the scene. The court also heard from forensic pathologist Dr. Alan Kalla, who gave evidence via video link from Australia of his examination of the body of Kevin Sheehy. He said that he suffered multiple injuries and a severe head injury. His torn clothes were covered in wet and dried blood when he examined the deceased body. He said that Mr. Sheehy had suffered abrasions and lacerations to his face, his skull, his neck, his chest, his back, his torso. And all of his limbs. He said he'd suffered extensive fractures to his skull and that two of his lower incisor teeth were missing, and added that Mr. Sheehy suffered rib rib fractures and that a pool of blood had formed in his right chest cavity.
1: So, what about the closing speeches yesterday? What did the prosecution say?
0: Well, the Senior Counsel for the Prosecution, Dean Kelly, asked the jury to imagine if there'd been no CCTV footage taken from a house on Hyde Road that particular night. He said if it didn't show that young men gathered for a minute and a half alongside Mr. Jackson's Jeep, if it didn't show almost entirely what did not happen, if it didn't show Mr. Jackson getting into the Jeep unimpeded, unstopped and uninsulted." unassaulted, if it didn't show Mr. Jackson driving off furiously moments later in his Jeep with no one around, no one banging on his door and no one saying anything to him. He more or less implied to them saying, you know, if we didn't have this CCTV, perhaps... You'd believe Mr. Jackson's account of it, where he had told Guardy there'd been big fellows outside that they had uh, boxed his cousin, that they ha- uh, were that he was scared and had dragged his cousin into the car, and that they'd been beating on the car. He he had told the Garthie that he he has a prosthetic leg and that he felt vulnerable and that the boys had attacked his car, so he had drove off, um, he had driven off, and he had wanted to get safe, uh, but. Senior counsel for the prosecution, Dean Kelly, said that this was a nonsense and that he had attempted to lead the Gardaí on a merry dance and that uh, this truly enormous Jeep had could be seen in the CCTV footage uh, uh, travelling at speed and there was a cloud of fumes and smoke it had generated before it had commenced what he described as its thunderous run.
1: And what then was the defence's argument?
0: Well, in his closing speech, uh, Defence Counsel Michael Bowman said that the CCTV footage was all pictures and no sounds, that it tells us something but not everything and he said the battleground in the case was what had happened before Mr. Jackson got into his car that night and what was in his mind. Mr. Jackson uh, he said was a young man who had alcohol in his system and someone with a pathetic leg which he was conscious of that he had hurt in his heart and was angry because of it. He argued that the prosecution had not proven what the men had said to each other that night and that there had not been one consistent voice or one consistent truth in the trial. And that 30 seconds of madness don't communicate everything you need to know in terms of this man's characteristics, the state of his anger he had by virtue of losing his leg and the anger he communicates to those he hardly knows.
1: Are we likely then, Gillian, to get a verdict today?
0: Well, that depends. Miss Justice Island Creedon is to begin charging the jury of five men and six women today before they commence their deliberations. I will say it's a Friday and juries don't tend to like, you know, I'm sure they're all probably looking forward to a weekend off. But all juries really do take the evidence into account and, uh, you know, they may well take considerable time over the evidence. And it will also depend on how long uh, the charging of the jury takes place. So we may not get a verdict today, but it is possible.
1: All right, well, listen, thank you very much uh, for that update. Our Head of News, Gillian Devlin, there. Call
0: memory Today now on 461995.